0: Hey everyone, it's Bernie from Burn Appetite and the Three Beers in a Mic Extended Universe. And I'm here to talk to you about something that is not only delicious, but also makes an impact. Thrive Coffee is a nonprofit craft coffee roaster based out of Richmond, Virginia, who uses coffee to create careers and training opportunities for individuals with disabilities. In just three bags sold, pays for one hour work for their differently abled employees. So it sounds like a Brazilian good reasons to check out their website at drinkthrive.org. And as an added bonus, Drink Thrive is giving our listeners a special promo code that gives you 15% off your first order. Just head over to drinkthrive.org and enter three beers at checkout. Again, that's drinkthrive.org, promo code three beers. Let's support this great cause. This is,
1: this is the three, three bam, bam podcast. Bam. You can do the intro if you want. This is the three bam podcast. So interrupted. Mm-hmm. Oh, do it again. Sorry. This is three beers and a mic.
2: Estamos haciendo el tres bam podcast. This is three bam podcast. Okay. Uh-oh. This is three bam three podcast. Bam. This is a three bam
0: podcast.
3: This is the three bam podcast. woo three, mm-hmm. three, mm-hmm. three bam. Three bam. Three bam. Three bam.
0: Three Bam podcast. This is a Three band
2: podcast.
0: This is three beers and a mic.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Three Beers and a Mic podcast. Uh, holy smokes, do we have a ton of awesome topics for you guys this week? Uh, we're going to be discussing the Venom two uh, rating. We're going to be discussing the new Spider Man trailer. Uh, what if episodes, some um, Mandalorian behind the scenes topics, Candyman review. It's going to be a great show. Please stick with us. As always, join us on Three Beers and a Mic on Facebook, uh, Three Beers and a Mic on Instagram, Three Beers and a Mic on Twitter. Uh, we're also uh, platforming with a bunch of different podcasts on Cross the Streams Media. Uh, wonderful shows that you can listen to, such as Burn Appetite, uh, the Dan Aykroyd podcast, uh, The Dorksman. Front Row Negative, a whole bunch of great shows to listen to, and a ton of others I didn't listen, I didn't list, and uh, <laughs> please, please check, there's so many, yeah, <laughs> please, please follow us across the streams, find a podcast that you uh, want to try, and maybe something you'll like that you never thought you'd listen to.
3: Pick up some merch while you're there, like this awesome Burn Appetite show that I That is, that, that is a really nice,
1: that's actually a really cool color, it's kind of like a, a reddish, yellow, blue highlights. That's really cool. Uh, okay, so who do we got here this week? Adam, say what's up.
2: What's up, guys?
1: Uh, what's going on, Dwayne? Not much. And what's going on, Bernie? Hello, hello. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get into what we're drinking. Um, Does anybody at- else feel like we need better intros? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a- that's a pretty good intro. Oh, you mean as far as when I introduce you? <laughs>
0: Catchphrases. Like,
1: should we all have catchphrases? Yeah. <laughs> well, Scotts is or Skay's is ahoy. That one's pretty good. Um, is it? <laughs> yeah, I I, la- I laugh. I'll I'll think of one. Uh, all right, Adam, what are we drinking?
2: But it's the same thing as last time: Corona Extra,
1: and a mango michelada.
2: Yep, it's in the fridge.
1: <laughs> Very good. I well, like. At the- least he's up to
3: two beers now. Yeah, It's getting close to three. That's fair. <laughs> what do you got, Dwayne? I have, uh, thanks to Rami for the birthday gifts. Yeah, sure. I have the St. Arnold's Russian Imperial Stout, which I've never had. And it's delicious. Man, it
1: looked really good, too. Man, it's I'm like I'm jealous. Look at that.
3: It's so thick, too. It was like... Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's what and I was hoping for. I have my Prairie Texas Bomb. Yeah. All right. And then, uh, that beer it.
0: is so
1: gross. Prairies, like
3: Dude, Prairie. Dude. I love this stuff.
1: It, I mean, the, the bomb, it, the first time I drank it, I, I didn't understand the bomb expression, but all of a sudden, about three quarters of the way through, you're, it just hits you. And you're like, whoa. Dude,
3: it's uh, like
1: 11.5%. Yeah, it's super good. Uh, what you got?
3: Then, uh, uh, yingling is now in Texas, so mm-hmm. got some yingling.
1: I bought some the other day.
0: From Pennsylvania.
1: Yep. All right, Bernie, what you got?
0: I am drinking Angel's Envy on the Rock. <laughs> Rocks. There's more than one. I was going to actually use my giant uh, Death Star ice cube thing, but. Too big a pain in the ass to pry the rubbers <laughs> off of the frozen ball.
1: Uh, I've 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 stumbled upon a bunch of TikTok videos of people actually making really nice uh, sort of classy ice for your whiskeys and your scotches. And some of the designs that they make are really, really cool. And I'm like, wow, that's super impressive. But it does look like a pain in the butt to store them. And
3: what do they make them you- on, like 3D printers or some shit?
1: No it's they just,
0: mine's just a rubber mold, but there's there's a machine that's like eight hundred dollars that yeah like grinds the ice into like spheres and shit,
1: yeah, it was that thing it was a copper sort of tube mm-hmm. machine yep. where you you lay it on top of the ice and slowly but surely you grind it into the shape you're looking for. I think mm-hmm. isn't
3: there a company that like fat ice or something that makes the giant cubes? It's possible.
0: I saw um, um an advertisement on one of my socials for it. I was like, "Oh, this would be a perfect gift for my dad for Christmas." And then I went to the website, look at the price. I was like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> like Four or five hundred dollars or something absurd. They're
1: really expensive. So it
3: just takes a a bigger block of ice and shaves it down.
1: More yeah. Or that, yeah, more more or less. Yeah, it doesn't take little. But you hit pieces a button of- and you
0: can you can just sit there and wait till the button stops blinking. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah.
2: How cool yeah, is it- that? <laughs>
1: I mean, watching the videos it's awesome. I would never do that, um, but it's it's actually really interesting. Uh, so uh, Dwayne was right. He guessed my beer correctly. I only have one beer for this podcast, but I bought the leader-sized Polliner Oktoberfest boop, with, boop. with the limited edition mug. <laughs> so nice. I've got that. I, I waited to open that for today's show. And uh, it was on special for like $7. Why so, is that
0: limited edition?
1: Because they get me to buy it by putting limited edition on the box. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how that, that's how that works. Is, is there, <laughs> there a exactly year on like the glass? Your, that's how that works. What? Yeah, is there, is there
0: is
3: a, a year on, on the glass? Because like, yeah, it's the same one as last year. Oh, you know,
1: yeah. I mean, it's just the standard colliner. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it, no, it's not like 2021 Oktoberfest. It's the one they recycled from last year. Yeah, But, you know. Uh, I like Polliner. I like their Oktoberfest brew, so I I bought it. Whatever. All right. So uh, let's get into some really big uh, topics this week. We have a lot to catch up on. um, And I want to start off with uh, one that we kind of were a little bit discussing pre-show because we're trying to rack our brains to remember if Venom uh, 2 was uh, ever actually rated R. Because the official rating came out, and it is PG-13. And when I saw that, I'm like, wait a minute. That doesn't sound right. Um, which is what I thought with the first movie as well. And I just... Does anyone remember if you actually saw a place where know, they said... No, we t- said it was going to be
3: R, and we were all
1: excited.
0: I swear on my life, they said it was going to be rated R. I so just,
2: I,
3: well, I'm wondering... I'm just thinking off the cuff here, but... Maybe because of the low box office numbers due to COVID, maybe they were like, "We need more people to watch this movie." So
0: they. Oh no! You think they chopped it up to make? it? Yeah. Oh, Which is no. going to be even worse. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs>
1: Has there been an actual study or or research done on converting a movie from R to PG thirteen and getting a bigger audience? Is is it? Where is that study? Where is that research? I would love to read about
3: it. Because uh, yeah, honestly, like my kid, I'd probably take him to it. Like, I don't think it's going to be like there's not going to be sex and stuff in the movie. It's just going to be violent, right?
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, and Venom are going to bang. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, it's just going to be violent and gory. So yeah, like
0: and bad words.
3: The the reason yeah, I, I see- mean. My daughter reason, is worse at home, so, you know.
1: The reason I say <laughs> that is because this was a thing that was done before. This isn't something due to COVID where someone says, let's take this rated R movie, make it PG-13 because people aren't going to the theaters anyway, so let's maximize our profits. Well, well, this is a thing that was done before the pandemic.
3: Why don't they do a Deadpool and have two versions?
1: But see, the Deadpool movie – and other movies like that that were rated R show that there's a big market for an adult oriented superhero film. I mean, Deadpool made $750 million worldwide, a sequel did $600 million. And the PG 13 version of that movie did very bad. So,
0: um, but it also came out like five months later, though. That's that, that, pretty that's much everyone true. has seen Deadpool.
1: So you know, I I just I don't know what the uh, look. I'm not a movie guy, uh, a movie studio executive. I don't you know uh, Nick. No, of course not. I don't know (laughs) how much more returns I'm going to get. What about movie you're producing right now? Box office (laughs) ticket stub. If I make it PG-13, but maybe that's what happened. They see all these movies coming out with diminishing returns, and they said, "Well, let's cut out these scenes and make it more kid friendly." I don't know. That might have happened. But it's disappointing because the first one was PG-13 and they clearly cut out a lot of the really cool stuff that could have made the movie better, but well, what are you going to do? We're all going to see it anyway. We're or, or they didn't
3: and we, we just thought it was going to be R.
1: <laughs> or maybe it was PG-13. I swear, the time. I
0: swear when the first trailer came out they said it was going to be R.
1: That's possible. Yeah. Um... But uh, speaking of movies, because I saw this trailer um, when I actually went to the movies a few days ago. I was in the theater because I really wanted to see uh, the new Candyman movie. Uh, the reviews came out, and they were st- like stellar. Yeah, I mean, it, everyone was saying this movie was great. And so I think that's what kind of got Bernie to go watch it as well. Did you go because of the reviews were so good?
0: Yep. I, yeah. I, I, want, I wanted to see it anyway, but it wasn't like a movie that... I had to rush to see. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the reviews and I was like, "Yeah,
1: I'll go. Open yeah. Night, I'll go. Adam, did you go see Candyman?
2: No. I haven't gone anywhere uh, for a couple of weeks. They, they messed up my truck.
1: Oh, crap. So you don't have a ride? No. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Dang, so you've been stuck in the house?
2: Oh, plus I've been going to work with because I have the land, but to do anything else, I've uh, been stuck at home.
1: Okay. Wow, so uh, that, that sucks, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, so I think probably Bernie and I are the only ones who have seen this movie because I'm almost positive Dwayne didn't go. <laughs> yeah, to go see a horror sure. film. Yeah, okay. So we'll talk about it real quick. Uh, we'll just give our thoughts. You know, if you want to wait till it comes out on video, that's fine. I won't spoil it. But uh, Bernie, what did you think of the movie?
0: Uh, I thought it was great. Um. Is it a reboot or a
3: continuation?
0: Uh it's a
2: continuation.
0: Um kind of a reboot. I don't know. It's more it's definitely a continuation, but they I don't know. It's hard to describe it. Um I thought it was great. I thought um it was very suspenseful. Um it was dramatic. It had a message behind it alongside the story of the um the Candyman and all the horror aspects of the movie, but it didn't like preach at you. Um, I thought it was like, um, shit. What is the, what is Jordan Peele's first horror movie? Get out, get out. It was more get out than it was, uh, us or whatever that other movie was called. I didn't like that other one, but, uh, I thought it was really good. I thought the ending was really, really good. Um, the guy who starred in it, was Dr. Manhattan from the Watchmen TV show. He was great in the movie. Uh, Highly recommend it.
1: Yeah. I was actually really surprised that the movie was as uh, uh, exciting and interesting to watch as it was. As the layers started to be pulled back and I started to see that this is a continuation of the Candyman lore, because they referenced the first movie a billion times. Um And the way that they show the uh, story of the first Candyman movie and try to tell it to the audience in case you either A, forgot, or B, have never seen the first Candyman was, was really, really cool. The way that they brought yeah, that it was story. Really cool. it, I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but the way they told the first Candyman story to the audience as a refresher or as a brand new audience who never even heard of Candyman was awesome. And it's a 100% continuation. Again, I don't remember the difference between a reboot and a remake. I think a reboot is you continue the past stories and you you, you, you pay homage to the history. And a remake is like a brand new thing. I don't. I don't like remember.
0: Ghostbusters two thousand sixteen would be a remake.
1: Would be a remake, okay? Because so like it's like the previous movies didn't exist, but the reboot is the previous movies did exist, and now we're telling a more modern tale.
3: Well, a reboot could be with with retelling little kids. the or like uh, RoboCop, right? That was a reboot of RoboCop, but it was a, retelling his origin story.
1: Okay. Yeah, so it was it was great. The actors were wonderful. It was super suspenseful. It, Bernie is right. It, it wanted to get across a message, which the first Candyman movie did as well. If you haven't seen that movie in a while, that movie had a message too, but it didn't preach. Um, but the message was great. And- I have to
3: say, I was just talking to some friends that when I was young, a kid watching Candyman, I remember it like freaked the shit out of me. Yeah. Be- Give me that look, Bernie.
0: A kid watching Candyman. Yes. Huh? <laughs> but well, yeah.
3: But when I watched it as an adult, it wasn't as scary.
0: We'll have to fact check the data as to when Candyman came out.
1: Uh, I think it was late 80s. So uh, I Dwayne would have still was, been a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was Wink. 32 years ago. <laughs> so you were 14, 15? Yeah. 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 You could still get scared of scary movies. Um, but yeah the the uh the the story like story was great the message was great uh, the ending was awesome um not going to even talk about it just watch it it was great and uh loved it uh two thumbs up uh I'll give a quick score uh, 8.25 out of 10 really liked
0: it I was going to give it an 8
1: yeah so oh, we're right around the same area and for a so horror I- movie that's pretty good
2: I hmm. fix
1: my car, I'm gonna go see it. Definitely, I think it's I think it's really good in the theater. Uh, the, the, with the with the around, wra- I saw it uh, Dolby Digital. It was mm-hmm. wonderful. All right, mm-hmm. so uh, let's get into um, uh, let's get into some more television stuff and things that you know we've been watching on TV. After we talk about one more trailer, because this is very important, because this trailer was in the movie theater as well um that i was while well, i was there the new spider-man no way home trailer oh you didn't see that at the theater i did
0: oh man oh, mine wasn't yeah.
1: it wasn't in your it wasn't in your no. showing oh, ah yeah. what's for me <laughs> yeah uh the no way home trailer debuted. You'll, you'll see you it at shang chi oh for yeah, sure i'll
0: see it tomorrow <laughs> yeah
1: uh the no way home trailer debuted and uh i think it's been something that the you know YouTubers and TikTok guys I've been talking about forever. All these people had theories oh, and um, it in broke, the trailer
3: and it broke records.
1: Yeah. It got, it was the most viewed trailer in 24 hours uh, beating Endgame. And it shows the anticipation of this crossover event because it's not only bringing in the current Marvel crowd, it's bringing in the crowd of people who loved, uh, you know, the previous Spider-Man iterations because even casual fans are coming um, out and saying, Yeah, I heard that these villains are going to be in it, and maybe Toby's going to be in it, and Andrew, and you know, all this type of stuff. There's so,
0: millions of amazing Spider Man 2 fans out there.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I rewatched that movie uh, last week. It's still very bad. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the No Way Home trailer came out. I think we've all watched it, and we'll just kind of go around and talk about what we liked about it and maybe kind of see where the story's going. So, Adam, what'd you think of the trailer?
2: It was okay. I liked you know, but what do you want me to say? I watched it.
1: Okay. (laughs) Did it get you more pumped up for the film, or you're just kind of the same, or you
2: know me how it is. I don't like to see those fuckers. I I saw it because I needed to see it. And that was it.
1: Okay. So I think you go into trailers knowing that you have to watch them because we're going to be talking about it on the podcast. Yeah, but it, sure. if you weren't a member of this podcast, you probably would never watch the trailer and I just go the into movie. the movie. All right, you're out. Fine. Get yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. Uh, Dwayne, what'd you think?
3: I loved it. Mm-hmm. I think there's a ton of misdirects.
1: Oh, yeah. I, like I wrote some of what? them down. Yeah. I I think. Yeah, let's talk about it. Go ahead. What's one of them you think
3: is a misdirect? We can discuss it like even Doc Ock coming out and saying hey, Peter. Oh, uh, yeah. 100% misdirect. He wasn't talking to Tom Holland. Nope. He wouldn't know Tom Holland was
1: Peter. Nope. You're 100% correct. That is a fantastic misdirect uh, because the way that they show Tom Holland changing into his costume or getting prepared, it looks like Doc Ock is talking to him. But he's not. No, nope. very uh, good. I was
0: talking to Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Everyone knows that.
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, and, what mean,
3: else? Uh, well, I don't know. I'm just overall though. Like this, like you said, like this got me pumped. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, whether they showed this or not, I was gonna. I was psyched for this movie. And I think I think for Spider Man though, I I think there's just more fans of Spider Man out there than, like he's he's like obviously he's like a Batman, Superman, like Reckon, like he's one of the ones that like you show a picture of him to like a ninety year old lady and she'll be like, oh that's Spider Man.
0: He's Marvel's biggest property.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is now that Captain America and Iron Man are no more. This is
0: anyway. the he was he was he was above yeah. them anyway.
1: This is so you think if if Tony Stark was still playing Iron Man to this day that Spider-Man has eclipsed him?
3: Iron Man is only popular because of the Iron Man movie. He was a B character in the Marvel comics. Yeah. No,
1: I know, but I'm talking about in 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 the in the film. Like do you think that Spider-Man at some point while while Robert Downey was still playing the character people would say, "Well, Spider-Man's my favorite." Fuck yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought people still would say Robert Downey. I know not many people would pick Captain America.
3: People like Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, but I don't think they like Iron Man.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying would they pick right. Iron Man comics or Spider-Man comics. Obviously, Spider-Man comics are way more readable and way more interesting. Um, plus, his rogues gallery is so much better than Whiplash and Titanium <laughs> Man. So uh, No, I Stilt get it. Man. Yeah, exactly. It's- so, okay. So you loved it, got you more pumped. Um, you know, well, there's Mr. I, I, think, and- I think
3: we talked about it on the MCU podcast. Like, watch, especially watching uh Phase Three. Like, I'm getting pumped for the new movie. Like, I can't wait to go see Shang Chi this week. Oh, uh, like I'm I pumped! Know, like after watching I know. The, the Phase Three, man, I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is what I love about Marvel
1: movies. I know it's going to be great. I, I I know I'm gonna like it, and I'm gonna be walking in biased. And if I'm for some reason walk out, I'm like, yeah, that was okay. I'll be shocked. I think the movie's gonna be great. All right, cool, uh, Bernie. What'd you think of the trailer?
0: I thought it looked good. Um, I don't know how they're gonna make a movie out of all the shit that's happening, though. Uh, <laughs> it just seems like it's insane. But they did it for Endgame, I guess. Uh, but. I mean, if you're doing all three Spider Bands, the rumored Sinister Six being in it.
1: I mean, they have to be, right? Yeah, they are. are. I mean,
0: one thousand percent are in it.
1: They are thousand percent in the film. I know this for sure. Like
0: the comic. You think it's going to be what's
3: his name as Rhino?
1: (laughs) Oh, Paul Paul Giamatti. I hope I they bring in a different multiverse rhino. Just pick a, <laughs> pick a pick a random rhino from the multiverse. I don't
0: think Rhino's, Rhino's not going to be in it, is he? I think it's rumors. There's rumors. Doc Ock. Um, I think going to be in it. Electro. Green Goblin, Electro. Vulture. Of we missing Vulture and Shocker. You think it'll be Shocker? I was thinking Mysterio might come back.
1: Oh, Mysterio, or Mysterio, yeah. The Sinister Six does not have to be the original Sinister Six in the comics, right? It doesn't have to be with the, like Scorpion and Craven and you know whoever else was in the original. <laughs> it hey, be, though, which,
0: because which Green
1: Goblin awesome. you think it's going <laughs> to be? It's
0: Willem Dafoe.
1: It's not. I don't think it will be him. It's not going to be the amazing. 100%, okay,
0: one thousand percent is Willem Dafoe.
1: Real quick it's not going to be the amazing Spider-Man to green goblin because he was terrible. Uh, and it's not going to be James Franco's new goblin because he's being outcasted by Hollywood. So it, it, it has to be William Dafoe. It has it to, it's William Dafoe. Yeah, it has to. So I think that was not a misdirect. I think that you seeing the pumpkin bomb come across the screen is just kind of telling the audience, Hey, he's in the movie. We're just not going to show him yet. Um, And who knows? Maybe he won't be in the robotic costume that we saw from Spider Man 1. Maybe he'll be in a more traditional Green Goblin costume. Or they'll do an Ultimate. Or he'll be Ultimate Green Goblin.
2: Or it could be Hobgoblin. Yeah. Maybe.
3: It
0: it might be. Ned Leeds. Yeah, it could be Ned Leeds. Leeds.
1: Maybe. Maybe it is a misdirect. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: No, it's Will Nifo. I think it's going to end up. There's going to be a. Norman Osborn in Tom Holland's universe, right?
1: Of yeah. course, yes.
0: So I wonder if this Green Goblin comes over and takes over that Norman Osborn.
1: I would love that. If they, you know if know. they,
3: because didn't they show like an Osborn? They mentioned Osborn, the company, right? In Spider Man,
0: I don't uh... Know.
1: Uh, have they mentioned Oscorp in the Tom Holland universe. I don't think so.
0: No, I don't, I, I don't think so. Either. I,
1: I mean, we would have. Oh, you know what? It was? It, that was one of the rumors of who bought uh, Avengers Tower.
0: Yeah, the like Spirit Halloween Store.
1: <laughs>
0: as as posted on our Instagram,
1: we we definitely didn't talk about any Oscorp Easter eggs in Homecoming. We did a three-hour review on that movie. Guaranteed, Peng there was no bought, mention Peng's of Company
0: that. bought that anyway.
1: Yeah, and then in in Spider-Man Far From Home, he was in Europe. So, Oscorp was never mentioned in that film. So, no, no,
3: that's some of the tech, though. Wasn't some of the tech from Oscorp
0: for Mysterio? Yeah, I'm sure there was something in the background.
1: Yeah, maybe. Um, so the one thing, because I I haven't talked to you guys about this trailer, uh, but
0: I did have one complaint, though.
1: I think that's what I was about to bring up. Go ahead,
0: Doctor Strange. Yeah, having the time stone. Just going through all that shit with Thanos. Correct. Doing the 14 million like into the future views to find out how many times they win. The lack of responsibility for him to do that just to see the outcomes of what would happen if he erases the world from knowing who Spider-Man is seems so fucking insane to me. It's like I just don't I, I'm sure they'll explain yeah, it. Yeah, but he doesn't have the time
1: still... stone, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's got the time stone back. He doesn't.
0: Why wouldn't he? Captain America put all gone. the stones back. Captain America put them all back. What are you talking about? They put yeah, all the stones
3: back. The, it doesn't negate what happened in Infinity War. No, they so you're saying that... put
0: them back in the timeline. That's why Captain America went back in time, to put the stones back. Dwayne. Right. But that yeah. doesn't... we did not stop from doing what he did.
3: Come on. This is time travel 101.
0: <laughs> no. She's the you explained it in the fucking movie, Dwayne. That's what I'm saying.
3: He still had to give the stone away and Stanos Thanos destroy it for them to be able to go back in time.
0: So you're saying that he no longer controls back in place where they were before. See the stones are put back in place where they were before. I just I
1: just assumed he still had access to it. So he has it. But what I what
3: I think it, it, does if, it. If he does, it's an alternate universe one of him that has it. Mm-mm. Yeah, it has to be. It can't be from
0: the same universe we've right. been watching. You explained it in your own movie. Uh,
3: that's, I explained it. Yeah, you still have to get to a point where they lose the stones. Regardless of what happens after that, you have to get to that point.
0: No, you put you put the stones back where they were, and your other timeline doesn't branch away.
3: Right, but it still happened. That that's why it doesn't branch away because what happens in the, that timeline happens.
1: Okay, but so if we, <laughs> we start this, this
3: all
0: movie, night, <laughs>
1: yeah, if we if we start this movie and we see some sort of reference to Doctor Strange not having the time stone anymore, that would then 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 we have our answer. If he does have the time stone, here's the answer to Bernie's question. He looked into the future, saw 14 million possibilities with one possibility of them actually winning. So he said, I'm going to, I have to follow at least that one possibility, give Thanos what he wants, erase us all, and maybe humanity has a chance. What if he does use the time stone and goes and sees 14 million possibilities, but only sees one possibility of this spell actually blowing up in his face? His arrogance, because he's a very arrogant person, and people forget that in the comics. He was also very arrogant in the movie, which you guys just reviewed. He went on this journey to try to fix his hands so that he could perform surgery again. But in...
0: Very timely with what-if episodes. Yeah. As well. <laughs> it,
1: it By showing you that he went on this journey to fix his hands because he just couldn't live without his hands. But then in the in the long run, he learned about you know, acceptance and, you know, all those type of things that you guys discussed during the film. He learned to be a more humble person. But what if he what if that arrogance is showing up again and he did do the time travel warp speed thing and said, oh, there's only one possibility this is going to blow or, up. or I want to help out my friend
3: who's being or who's that's, being where, qu- that's where all the uh, crazy theories are coming from now. But like Dr. See- Strange. Is Mephisto, because in the One More
1: Day story, it's Mephisto. Oh, no. Look, I know that the One One More Day uh, story came into play, because this is what happened in that... This is
3: the One More Day story.
1: This is. Peter Parker's uh, identity was revealed during Civil War. It caused way too many problems for him, because now all of his enemies are targeting his family. And he goes to Mephisto, and he makes a deal with the devil. He says, I will do this, this, and this... If you make the world forget who I am. And so um, what I think it is, is that, you know, Peter Parker has but been wasn't, arrested.
3: Wasn't it wasn't the story, though, like because because of his revealing his identity, Aunt May got hurt or something. Right. She, was she did. Dying. She ended up in the hospital. She was dying and he said, you can either save Aunt May it <laughs> or Mary Jane is not going to remember you. Your life. Mary
1: Jane yeah. is not gonna be your wife. Yeah. She
3: won't remember yeah. you're Spider-Man, you won't be married,
1: blah
0: blah blah.
3: What a
1: stupid yeah. trade-off. He gave up his wife for his aunt to live and for everyone to forget his identity. The first um, yeah.
0: like 70 issues of Spider-Man, Aunt May is on the verge of dying constantly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> No. So like what I'm saying is that, you know, Peter Parker has been arrested. He's being accused of murder. Um, His life is ruined. His family's now in danger. I can see him going to Dr. Strange because they've just saved the world together. And Dr. Strange looking at him and like, yeah, man, I can help you out with this. This is easy. I'm the Sorcerer Supreme, buddy. I can do this. A little memory wipe. Screw it. And maybe his arrogance takes over and this teaches him a lesson. Or maybe he's Mephisto, like Dwayne's saying. I don't know. Um, what but, do you think
0: of the rumors of who his lawyer will be?
1: Oh, that was great because when clearly the police chief who was talking to him was wearing a blue shirt, and the person who came and slammed his hands on the desk is or is, is, is Matt Murdock. That is Matt Murdock. Or oh my her God!
3: Hands. Or it, it could be She Hulk. Hulk.
1: Could be She could Hulk. Be. I'd be okay with either one, but I I kind of wanted to be a Daredevil. I I just a little cuz when Carl my wife watched that trailer I said hey this guy slamming his hands on the desk the the internet is thinking that could be Daredevil and she goes "Oh that would be really cool" cuz she loves that show and I just it's I really want cool. it to be yeah I really that want it to foggy be
0: Foggy instead
1: <laughs> <laughs> another misdirect <laughs> So um you know can they do it can they do Sinister 6 can they do Memory wipe one more day, Peter Parker. Can they do uh Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield coming together? Can they make this in a two and a half to two hour and forty-five minute movie and actually make it feel make it feel like they're not just packing too much into it? Yes. Because From my understanding, this will they, also I think they tie can
0: the Doctor Strange 2 as well. Yes. Correct. Of course. So it's like two movies.
1: Would you guys agree that um Doctor Strange's spell did not get messed up because Peter Parker was talking to him. That—that's yeah, when the multiverse was created.
0: The Rumble thing.
1: Yeah, because the the like the Kang background felt or whatever. Yeah, when Some this Wanda. is when this is when Wanda was doing her meditation. This is when uh, Kang's multiverse in the background, after getting stabbed, was being formed, and Doctor Strange just happened to be performing this spell at a very inopportune time. And Probably. The well, multiverse. you know what?
3: We got a special guest. We got the Watcher. He's
1: going to let us know. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that was a misdirect.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think that was a misdirect is that they're trying to show that Peter Parker is interrupting Doctor Strange and making him a second guess the spell. And he's like, that's not how it works, Peter. Stop talking. Quit talking to me. And people are like, oh, he messed up the spell. No. I think the multiverse was being created, and that's what messed up the spell. Here's
0: why I don't think uh, he would bother strange enough to mess up his spell. When he's doing brain surgery, the most complicated surgeries known to man, mm-hmm. he's listening to music and telling whoever's playing the music the the name of the artist and the date the song came out. Absolutely. So if he can do that as he's doing he, brain he can surgery, pretty well. <laughs> a little twerp babbling in his ear is like fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah, he, he should easily be able to tune that out.
1: No, like I said, it's 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 showing you different universes, different characters being affected by the multiverse creation, and he just happened to be doing that spell when that happened, and then everything no, went to hell. I agree. Yeah, I agree. and so it makes perfect sense. I love that it was a misdirect because most people would watch that trailer and say, oh, well, Peter was bothering him, so he messed him up. No.
0: But like, Why was his house white?
1: That was great because he was kind of like in a parka and like a snow. Yeah, sort of like of
0: like or something.
1: yeah, I thought that was kind of unique. I don't know why. I was trying to think of why he would be walking around in snow. Well, because it's snow it
3: and he's from hell, right? And it's really hot there. So he wanted to be... <laughs> oh. oh my God.
0: He had a fever, so he wanted to cool down. <laughs>
2: yeah. hey, can,
3: can we all agree if Marvel pulls this off, obviously it's going to be two movies, right? It's going to be Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. DC is fucked on Flash because they have to, they they have to pull the shit off like nobody. Dude, but this. but
1: Flash is bringing back Michael. I was King just going to I was just
0: going to say that. I was going to say nostalgia bullshit is going to get people like Robbie all excited. Said, about I, it. Don't I, I don't
1: care. I don't.
3: Mm-mm. I still think he's going to be Thomas Wayne. I don't think he's going to be Bruce. Wayne.
1: I don't care. All I know is that Michael Keaton has agreed to do the role and some of the. Kind of pictures and behind the scenes stuff that has come out, dude. They got the they got the nineteen eighty nine. So good though, it doesn't they got, matter. They got the eighty nine.
3: The story is so 20. good, they cannot. Batman v Superman is a great story that they fucked up. So I mean, come on.
1: But, but like I said, dude, uh, it's hard for me to compare because I like the Justice League extended cut. Uh, I think Shazam two is going to be really awesome. Um and I, I just, I, lo- I loved Suicide Squad. So they're doing some good things and I can enjoy them for what they are. If they don't do Flash as good as No Way Home, they got the Batmobile they're from fucked. the Tim Burton movie, man. It doesn't man. matter. Yeah, it does to me. It does not. It does to me.
0: Off topic, but did you hear yeah. that they screened the first cut of The
1: Batman? They did. And yes.
0: It's three hours long.
1: Yes. It's a three hour Batman movie. Yeah.
0: It's supposed to be really dark, though, but people are saying it's good.
1: Yeah, they say it's more of like a horror movie. Um, They say there's a lot of horror elements, which makes sense because this Riddler. I
3: I, I feel it's like seven with Batman.
1: Yeah, like I think this Riddler (laughs) is going to be really like demonic. Like he's going to be. You see that guy in it? Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, Serial killer, which I've always said, like, if you're going to do the Riddler. He
1: should be like a serial killer yeah the he's
0: penguins in it too right so he he's is.
1: doing, they're
0: doing
2: yes. the cartoon
1: yes Adam that is correct this Riddler is not the guy in the question mark outfit you know with the with the cane you know riddle me this he 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 leaves riddles but he also leaves crime scenes so there's murders there's tortures there's really bad like, things like that he's like doing Zodiac the, guy like a Zodiac yeah, you know,
2: because they're doing the the, yeah. like the cartoon you know like the, the the Riddler what is it? Hush or something like that.
1: When you say like the cartoon, you mean like the oh, animated Hush. series? Yeah. We're we talking you know, about Hush. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. Hush is a comic book too, that, yeah. That, yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah, that's or that Riddler.
0: Spoilers.
1: Yeah. If anyone has not read the Hush comic book series, you should probably go read it because it's really awesome. Um but yes, that—that's I think where they're where they're heading, uh, absolutely. So this Riddler's going to be a maniac. He's going to be a psychopath. He's going to be a murderer. And and um, this is—I think the, that's where that's the horrific.
2: He ain't going to be the Jim Carrey.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. No, no question mark suit. No dangling Robin, and um, you know I like
2: that Riddler
0: though. Oh jeez. Jim Carrey was funny. He's a good Riddler.
1: Have you watched Batman Forever recently? Like in the last 15 years? <laughs> it's, it's really bad. He's, he's fine. Yeah. All right. So we all like the Spider-Man trailer, uh, except Adam. And we're excited for the film. And um I well, hope it. I they
2: don't, I, like this, I, said.
1: I hope I hope they don't release any more trailers. Let like just just stop. This is enough. I'm I'm cool with it. Um, I love seeing the reactions of people who didn't know that Dr. Octopus was going to be in this movie from like Spider-Man Two. seeing those reactions and them actually being surprised was really awesome uh, because we forget that not everybody knows that Alfred Molina signed on for this movie. There's a lot of people who didn't know that. And for them to see that in the trailer and react to that was really cool. So, All right, now speaking of uh, really cool reveals, um, we got to see the -the behind-the-scenes look at the Mandalorian finale episode of season two. And
3: um, hey, just real quick, Bernie, I think his uh, segues are are getting better than
1: yours. (laughs) Oh well, no, no. not possible. Bernie's Bernie's pretty good at pretty pretty good at those segues. We all watched... Adam, did you watch the Mandalorian behind-the-scenes?
2: No, I didn't get to see...
1: Okay. So, um, with the first Mandalorian season, they had these 30-minute episodes where every single Mandalorian episode, you would get a behind-the-scenes look on how that episode was created. When season two ended, they did just a one-hour recap of the entire season two. But they left out the most important part of the entire season, which was... Luke Skywalker at the end of season two because they released another hour behind the scenes just focusing on that character. Why
3: now? Does anybody know? Like, why all of a sudden? Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's weird to have content, maybe. Maybe they're trying to bridge the gap between their next Disney Plus series or to
0: keep people excited for Star Wars stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, kind of just
3: because it comes out in like October or November, right? next December uh, Boba Fett thing December, oh, it's December.
1: yeah it's December um, yeah so uh, we got to watch the entire hour long special on just the final episode of the season 2 of Mandalorian how they were able to pull off this Luke Skywalker reveal and right away from the very beginning I'll give my thoughts on it first I didn't know that Luke was even in the freaking uh, episode I had no idea. Even when I watched the I didn't I didn't know about that. I didn't hear about that. I saw the episode a year ago. I didn't know he was actually in the episode. Um so that was really revealing. What do you mean? Me. That 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 the old Mark
0: Skywalker, Hamill was, Mark there. Mark Hamill Mark was actually
1: Hamill. was actually doing the You said Luke Scar- Skywalker. <laughs> I, I call like, him Luke, but Mark Hamill was actually invited. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mark Hamill was invited onto set and actually was in the scene um, uh, with the, uh, the younger actor who they brought on as well. And it was kind of a mishmash of Mark Hamill and this younger guy who they brought on. I
3: I still feel that younger actor needs more credit.
1: Like he was great.
3: Not only did he look like young Mark Hamill, but he did all the fighting shit for him. He did.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It was incredible. Um, the, the way that uh, the directors and the producers and uh, just the writers took so much uh, care and effort um, into recreating uh, this character. They were pulling interviews from the 1970s of Mark Hamill doing a random interview with some random film critic because the lighting was good. And they were just trying to do the best they could to make sure that when you saw Luke take off his hood, you could believe that this was young Luke Skywalker, you know, 40 years old or so, um, 30, late 30s, early 40s, however old he was going to be. And I know that when a lot of people saw the episode for the first time about a year ago, they said, you know, the, the, the de-aging uh, was okay, um, you know, but it maybe could have been better. Um, I thought it looked fantastic when I watched the episode live. Seeing how they recreated it, I'm even more impressed. The fact that they were even able to get as close as they did is fascinating to me. And this technology is only going to get better. um, It's only going to get more refined. And you're, at one point, not even going to be able to tell that there is de-aging.
3: Well, here's the thing with a lot of the de-aging we've seen with people. They have a shit like Robert Downey Jr. Uh, what's his name for madman Man? Like they have a ton of reference that they can use. So, but if you're like just an old person that they have no reference, I don't think they can do it.
1: I mean, it was just incredible. I mean, th- dude, that bo- here's, what they- here's,
3: here's what impressed me though: they de-aged his voice. Yeah, they did. They de-aged his voice. That's crazy. Like, how? Like. Who even thinks that like hey we need to make his voice sound younger huh does your <laughs> voice get older i don't know
1: <laughs> what was that thing that they called yeah. that they made mark hamill sit in where he was just like in like, this pod of like lights all around yeah, him the light pod the light pod or they called it something but it was just a billion lights around the actor and they could get just like close-ups of his face and it was a way for them to just get different angles and different versions and different sort of just, just images of this actor, so that they could kind of manipulate that footage to make him look younger. And yeah, you're right; they de-aged his voice too. And um, the um, like, John Favreau had a really, really um, fascinating um, um, answer to a question of, "Hey, man, this technology that we're inventing, this can actually be used for really bad reasons." Like if we get so good where you're not even able to tell that this person has been de-aged and you think this person's real, we have a real responsibility to make sure that people don't use this for the wrong reasons. And I thought that was like so just profound that they're actually saying, This is gonna get so good that you can use this criminally. Okay. And I'm like, Yeah, you can. And it just uh, I think was- he's he's more talking
3: porn. You can use it
0: in well he said there's something on each <laughs> on each like like whenever they were doing like the million photos and like mash them together and yeah that them, was awesome yeah there's it's not like a watermark but it's like a digital watermark to show that you know it's a digital fake and he said you almost have to mandate that being on everything you do or else like you can people can use this to like frame people for fucking crimes and shit.
1: Exactly. You can frame, if if it gets, the technology gets so good where you're looking at an image of someone and you say that's uh, John Smith and John Smith is like I wasn't at that bank. That's not me. Well, is this not you on the camera? No, it's not. That's what he's talking about is that you cannot let this technology get so good where it's just available to everyone. And yeah, you can start framing people.
0: But it is available. To, the, the program they used is available to everyone right now.
1: Yeah. Oh, did he say he, that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I missed that then. Holy crap. Yeah. Okay.
0: Disney actually hired a guy that was, you know, who, the guy who made all the deep fake videos on YouTube popular. He did the. Um, yes. Yes. They did talk about that. one. Yes. He he put Tom Holland's face on the um, um, uh, Toby Spider-Man scene or whatever. Disney hired him. LucasArts, whatever institute or whatever hired him. That guy.
1: Wow! So and it's actually, actually they
3: hired him for season two of Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, because wow. he was on the show. Even he was on the documentary talking about it. Yeah, it's it's readily available software.
1: One of one of um one of the things that I really liked about this episode was that um, I think Mark Hamill had made it known. Pretty, pretty, uh, not aggressively, but but he made it known that the, the that the way that they portrayed Luke in the Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker is not what he wanted for his character, and that when they came no. to him at the end, yeah, I think we all know that. And at the end of the at when they when John Favreau and the crew came to him and said, "Hey, we're going to give you a chance to kind of redeem this character," that he just was so excited about that, and that it was a chance for him to remind the fans of who luke was what a master jedi he's become and um he was just on board from the start and
3: i I liked his reference of like he's like we saw untrained luke we saw training luke we saw jedi luke and then that was it he's like that's like seeing bond become bond and be like all right he's done (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, that was that's that's the comparison he used. Yeah, you finally become James Bond. You're the assassin. You're the Jedi. You've made it, and then
3: no more. I, I guess him. that's
1: I guess that's it. Okay. <laughs> what was, happens that
3: that was after that? That cool reference. I thought that's the next fan- day
0: yeah. you're squirting blue milk from <laughs> an alien cows' tits.
1: <laughs> so I I just seeing Mark Hamill just uh, embrace this. Um, I mean John Favreau even told the story about when R2 came out, he started crying and he's like, and I don't know why. He goes, I just was blubbering on set and it just hit me. And I mean but when you have also that type like, of
3: it's crazy that like I said, the details like they de aged his voice. But not only that, like even the fighting style, they were like, Look, he's gotta be better than we saw him in Return yeah. of the Jedi, but yeah, he's still he's learning on his his own, so it, it can't be can't be perfect, but it's got to be better.
0: Like it can't like, be Anakin from the prequels level good. <laughs>
1: yeah, but, but it has to be better than Return of the Jedi. And dude, how cool was it when you saw all the Plo clune stuff? Like yeah. they went to the the extreme of of showing uh, images of Plo clune without his hood, just in case this footage started leaking everywhere. That uh, people might think that oh well it's Plo Koon,
0: like Dave Filoni is a big fan of Dave Filoni a big and he knows fan. the fans yeah. know that he's his favorite Jedi, so if they put him in the fans wouldn't like question it they'd be like oh yeah well Dave Filoni wants him in there
1: that's just that
0: was brilliant
1: yeah because we we kind of had our theories when we were talking about the Mandalorian that oh you know well it's season two I mean. I mean, they're not going to do Luke. Like, are they ever going to do Luke? Nah, probably not. They're going to do Luke. And then they did it. And Actually, it- Bernie and I were like, I hope they don't do Luke. Yeah. But now are you glad they did? No. Oh, no. come on.
0: I'm indifferent about it. It's like, fine.
3: Like, uh, I mean, this making of it, I, I respect it for what it is. But I'm, I'm kind of on Bernie's camp of like, I want to get away from like, the shit we've already seen. There's so much more. It's a fucking universe.
0: <laughs> it's, no, it's not. Star Wars <laughs> is the smallest universe ever.
1: <laughs> Did you guys hear the rumor that after Mandalorian Season 3 that they're not going to do anymore?
3: No, they didn't say that. They said it'll be some. It'll move on.
1: Or it'll be you a know. different. It'll, yeah, it yeah. won't be the same Mandalorian that you you know. Yeah. That Yeah. Um which I'm okay Good. with. I'm okay with nice. that. Yeah, it's totally cool. fine. Like I said, I, I yeah.
0: I don't like the Luke thing because that's all anyone talked about about season 2. Is they talked about Boba Fett and they talked about Luke.
1: They also talked about Ahsoka. I I would say she was a big yeah. part of that season.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I mean that's a yeah. I don't know. It just it takes away from Mando and his story.
1: I still yeah. remember the scene where um, he had to take off his helmet with Bill Burr, and they had to talk with the Imperial trooper with him completely helmetless. Yeah. That was one of the. I mean, the Luke scene is great, but that was the scene to me that, that scene, meant the yeah, most. That was awesome because he, at that moment, made like, a he decision. He was so
3: pissed off. Yeah. Well, not only that, Bill Burr talking to the guy, like, yeah, he being just shot off it. about the whole thing. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah. It was that that scene was Mando had to make a decision that uh, this child means so much to me that I'm going to just take away my Mandalorian code and I'm going to take this helmet off so I can save this kid's life. And that that's the scene I remember the most from that season. So I know Bernie saying everyone just talks about Luke. Yeah, that's true. Up to a point, um, because I still remember a lot of the other stuff. And like I said, if they decide to end the Mando story after season three and focus on a different sort of lore, I'm okay with that.
3: But um, I also think yeah. they were smart and like like Ahsoka was in there, but she it was just an episode. She, it, it was just like one episode. Yeah. She joined his team and like,
1: you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: But I agree. W- we are going to see a
1: lot more Luke from the sounds of it. Probably. Yeah, I, I would say I would say you're right. I think they're going to do something else with this. Um but we'll we'll yeah. see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All right. So before we get into the uh, Disney, what if episodes, um, I want to discuss really quick uh, about something that um, Hasbro has been doing for actually about a year and a half or so. Um, their HasLab uh, sort of projects, which they've done things like the uh, Jabba the Hut, um, you know, uh, Skiff. Uh, they've done um, the Sentinel. Uh, you know two and a half three feet sentinel they've done galactus uh they've done the the Mando's razor crest um Haslab is doing these projects where it's kind of like a GoFundMe where if you get enough backers, you know, a ten thousand, eleven thousand, twelve thousand backers who are willing to plunk down three, four or five hundred bucks
0: 700.
3: On a pro-
1: seven, sometimes seven hundred dollars <laughs> on a project. Seven hundred. Yeah. That was the job of the Hut skiff. That thing was six hundred ninety nine bucks. Yeah, it's absurd. Yeah, they will make these collector sort of uh, pieces that they really can't sell in a retail setting, um, and uh, um, you know, it's
3: basically, you're paying for a pre order.
1: Paying for a pre order, yeah. They takes it takes them about twelve months to 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 get these projects out to the public, but a lot of them have been really successful. And the one that most recently got backed was the Galactus Project. Uh, it was a 14,000-person-backed um, project, which at the very beginning, people were about maybe 10 days away from it being backed, and there wasn't 14,000 backers. It was stuck at like 11,000 for the longest time. And then all of a sudden, the last 10 days of the project, it ballooned up to 30,000 backers, Twelve. Million dollars was put into a two and a half to three foot uh, Galactus project, including myself. So, um, I just kind of wanted to discuss this really quick because, um, you know, the Galactus project to back it was $399. bucks.
3: i will do the discussion. You're fucking stupid.
1: Okay. And I wanted to, I, that's what I wanted to bring up is that. There's a there's a lot of people out there that have just like disposable income. Like 30,000 backers at $400.
3: You really think they all That's have disposable a lot of money. income?
1: But I mean they charged you on August 31st. This yeah. wasn't this wasn't a charge that you got 12 yeah, months you, from now. You
3: can put it on a credit
1: card. This is money that you had to pay like immediately.
3: No, you can put
1: it on a credit card. But I mean 30,000 backers, that is a lot of people. So A lot
0: of fucking nerds.
1: Yeah, I mean, it. it I, I, I've been following the project. I, I backed it at the very beginning, but about ten days away from it ending, I'm like, man, we've been stuck at eleven thousand. Is this thing even going to make it? And then fourteen thousand, boom, and then the next level. Now you have your Nova so figure. Have they ever not made it? Yes, they have. The um, the, the the Cookie Monster puppet did not make the the backing. <laughs> There was there was there was a, really? a, a life size cookie monster puppet that did not receive funding. Um, so that one did. Why are you even through.
0: classifying that in the same category? <laughs> as, I'm just
1: saying. You asked me has any, of, has any of the Haslab projects not been funded, and that one wasn't. So what am I supposed to say? Who thought that was a good idea? Okay, well, it didn't go through.
0: Well, they made a three foot Elmer Fudd, but it's not
1: <laughs> So so, yes, they have failed on, on one of their projects, but I think all the rest of them went through. Um, all their Transformer projects went through. All the Star Wars projects went through. The Marvel projects have gone through. The Cookie Monster failed.
3: Yeah, that so. fucking of the Hutt thing, I was like, really? There's no yeah. way this is fucking going through.
1: Wait to it see did. how
0: many show up on eBay the second these things start shipping.
1: Yeah, so the, all of the unlockables were unlocked. You have your Nova uh, Core figure. You have your Silver Surfer. Uh, you've got your M-Porg figure. And then you've got your Dr. Doom head, which is actually how I'm going to be displaying mine. So
3: do they do why, a why? prototype? Because it's, awesome,
1: it's awesome. Because it's awesome. Do they do,
3: do a prototype of the, the figures then? It's not the actual production figure. It's just a prototype?
1: No, they've showed the production figure. There was a guy standing no, next I'm to it. No, I'm saying
3: the Galactus one, but all
1: the additional stuff. No, those are prototypes. Yeah, those are prototypes. Yeah, did you
0: see the Silver Surfer? It was the shittiest thing I've ever seen in my life. No, that was that it was, was like, clearly a prototype. It was, a, it was like a generic like action figure that they like spray-painted silver.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, it looked silver, very bad.
0: It was really bad.
1: Yeah. But I just I wanted to bring that up real quick, because for anyone who's listening to our podcast who are toy collectors, uh, HasLab has Ah. been doing some pretty good stuff. So if you got, you know, four or five hundred dollars to swing around, maybe back their next project. So we'll see. All right. So uh, let's get into our last topic of the night, which I believe is our what if episodes. And I wanted to ask everyone real quick. Did, did any of you guys watch the episode that was released today with Doctor yes. Strange?
3: Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. You can talk about it. It's totally fine. I don't mind. You can spoil it if you want to. Um, I'm going to watch it after our podcast is, is over. This isn't one of those shows where if you're like, oh, don't tell me that. I don't want to know. You can talk about it. It's totally fine.
0: I sent you the synopsis for it already.
1: You did. <laughs> you did. Yes.
0: It's basically what the show was.
1: Yeah. Um, so, uh the, uh, the last one we talked about was episode one, which focused on um, Agent Carter and kind of a skinny Steve Rogers and sort of a what-if scenario on that. Um, I'm not going to break down all the other episodes beat by beat, but I just kind of want to get our overall feel of what we think about the show so far, and I'm going to give general summaries of the other two episodes, um, and then you guys can talk about episode four. So episode two was basically a what-if episode, as if what if uh, T'Challa... Black Panther was picked up by the Ravagers instead of Peter Quill. What if they picked up the wrong person and he became Star-Lord uh, and Peter Quill did not? Um, how would that have gone? And um, uh, the Collector was involved in this episode. Um, you know, it kind of gave sort of and, – and actually Chadwick Boseman voiced Black Panther's uh, – uh, or Peter – or – Star-Lord's voice in this actual um, episode. So they dedicated this episode to him. It was the last voice work he'd done for them. And um, it was really nice hearing his voice. Um, So uh, that was episode two. Episode three focused on the Avengers and uh, them dying, basically. Uh, it It was like, what if there was a scenario where Iron Man, Thor the Hulk and I guess Black Widow were killed by um, Hawkeye no. or Hawkeye was killed too, right? Yeah. yeah. Black Widow wasn't. Didn't yeah, she, she die eventually? No. Towards the end? Well, I thought yeah, about... but yeah,
3: she was the one that figured it all out.
1: Yeah. She was the one that figured out that Hank Pym uh, was a murderer and was on this like revenge spree, of killing all the Avengers because his daughter was uh, killed on a mission. So that was a really cool what if scenario that what if the Avengers were being taken out by Hank Pym? Um, so you've got your Star Lord episode, you've got your Hank Pym episode, and then episode four was more focusing on Doctor Strange. And what did you guys, what was, just give it the synopsis of that episode as well.
0: Go for it, Bernie. So. <clears throat> There's actually two what ifs in this episode because the the what if is what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands. That's the description of the show, and it implies okay. that Doctor Strange gave a shit about Christine, the doctor from <laughs> Doctor Strange movie. Oh, and she was like this important like like he would do anything for her, which is not the case in Doctor Strange. No. Whatsoever. No, Dr. Strange's heart is like a mirror of himself, (laughs) Uh, so that was my problem with it. It was like they were like forcing this on, like, so he uses the time stone to go back in time. Um, because she's in the car when he wrecks it, she dies and he walks away fine. And then two years later, he's just like still guilt ridden over it, so he uses the time stone to go back in time to try to stop um, her death. Okay. shenanigans ensue <laughs> um but uh yeah it was super weird that they were pretending like he like was upset like like these two had this like 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 he loved her like yeah he loved her and sure. like, they had this great sure. relationship i'm like what is happening right now that never <laughs> happened is, is okay what if? <laughs> what if he okay. actually liked her <laughs> and then what if she died and he wanted to save her um uh, so, yeah, that was pretty much episode four.
1: okay. um all right, cool. yeah, like I said, they're taking uh you know a, a small incident and they're they're kind of twisting it and they're showing you a completely different universe of all these characters that um you know we really know. Um like, I thought it was really uh, interesting in episode three where uh, Tony Stark is at the donut shop and he's talking to black widow and and Nick Fury just like he was in the movie. And they give him this serum to inject himself with to help stop the the toxic levels of uh, his uh, chest piece that are, you know, that are basically injecting into a system that are killing him slowly. Um, he takes this medicine that Nick Fury gives him, injects it into his bloodstream and he's dead. So I'm like, oh, man, oh that's kind of cool. And then Hawkeye, remember that scene during the Thor movie where he's kind of following him with the arrow, making sure that. You know, should I take the shot? Should I take the shot? I had, he... a, I had a big problem with that. That that he actually took the shot?
3: No, that w- it would have just fucking bounced off of him.
1: Oh, because Thor's <laughs> too strong for an arrow piercing through his chest. Yeah, come on. Okay, <laughs> but you know, Hawkeye has all these bag of arrows that do all these crazy things. Like, oh uh, yeah, didn't a, shoot. He doesn't yeah. kill a god arrow.
0: He didn't shoot his arrow. Another no, arrow didn't. shot from his position.
1: Yeah. Right yes that is correct yeah um what if ant-man or hank pym flew into like hulk's butt and like exploded him from the inside like that was one butt. of the he
3: went in through the bullet hole
1: it was well I'm t- yeah <laughs> but that was one of the funny things that was brought up during uh, the the end game infinity war yeah. sort of arguments like what if ant-man just flew yeah. into thanos and, butt and like grew big yeah. Uh, so you know that that type of stuff is kind of cool to see. Um, it it brings a smile to my face and it kind of gives a different spin. I like that Nick Fury and Loki had to work together. That was really cool. Um, actually, episode three was my favorite of the four so far, or, or of the three that I've watched so far. I haven't watched number four. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, it was it was very yeah, cool. Me too. Yeah. So Um, yeah,
0: you didn't mention Howard the Duck in episode two. Yeah,
1: yeah, Howard the Duck was in episode two, drinking a martini. You're right. Dang it. He was
2: in the movie too, you know.
1: Um, I love, yeah, in episode two, I love the fact that at the end, you know, they took him back to Wakanda to reunite with his family. Like, you know, the Ravagers took him from Earth, he's been gone for 30 years, and they finally bring him back to be reunited with you know his people. I thought that was great. There's um, Dairy
0: Queen in the episode too? I thought those. Yeah,
1: Peter Quill is a Dairy Queen worker. Yeah, yeah that's super
2: yeah. awesome. Then, you know, he his dad shows up at the end too.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, this this that stuff is great. Like, I've really, I mean, it, I don't know what I was expecting from this show, but I've enjoyed every episode. So, um, if you want me to rate, you know, the other episodes I've watched, episode two. I'll give uh you know a seven point seven five out of ten and episode three, which was my favorite so far, I'll give it an eight out of ten. I like these shows. They're quick, they're thirty minutes, I love the animation, I like the stories, and I'm enjoying it. So what do you think, Adam?
2: Yeah, I like I don't like the animation, but I do like the stories. I like the the third one was my favorite also.
1: That one was um, really good.
2: Really good. Yeah. yeah.
1: It was cool seeing like a psychopathic Hank Pym who can just create all this destruction because he's so small and he's just killing all the Avengers like basically with ease. And that was that was very cool to me.
0: Yeah. Ant-Man's the strongest Avenger.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, now, it's now
0: canon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh Dwayne, what have you thought of the episode so far? Uh Episode
0: three
3: I did not like.
1: Oh, really?
3: Episode four I did not like. I like the what if like a different person became the hero. Like so, that's that's the what if for me. Like just changing I, I'm also a little I didn't know it was just gonna be like, hey, we're gonna take shit from the movie and just tweak it. Like I thought it was gonna be like totally different stories. Like like
0: You'll get uh Marvel Zombies, I think, is next.
3: I know, but it's still gonna be a tweak from the fucking movies,
0: probably. <laughs> and well, then, then what Peter would you... becomes Doctor Strange. Peter Parker. Like, I don't want to watch Strange stuff
3: that I already watched. Like, make it something different.
1: It's but not yeah, that different. think they, they gonna do? Did you think like, they were do like what if from the comic books?
2: Yeah, like what if yes. Spider-Man had a Oh, I always thought this
1: girl. was going to be I always thought this was going to be from the MCU. I, I just well, went into that. Annoying. I mean,
3: they they said it's MCU canon, but
0: still Yeah, yeah I went in- lazy. Yeah. They're not writing new ideas, they're just tweaking old ones. Which Rami is all about that shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, of course I am. <laughs> Dude, that's how you grab an audience. You can't be bringing in comic book crap. You uh, don't have any association with comic story. book crap.
3: It's just a different story, a new story. Dude, Spider Man into the the Spider Verse, right? That cartoon blew people's mind. Everybody loved it. Nobody knew what that was. Nobody knew anything about that. You'll that's what what if could stuff. be. Just
0: write, write unique stories with. Established characters,
3: yeah.
0: All right. What if what if this person made one slightly different decision in this movie, <laughs> and then the movie plays out basically the same except for <laughs> the the ending of it is slightly different. Okay. What if?
1: Well, all right. I mean that that's fair, uh, Birdie. You kind of on the same you know path as Dwayne, where you think that they could have.
0: Yes and no. I. More. I like the animation. I cannot I like the s- stand the mouth animations on this show. And I okay. know why they do it. It's very like they can vague put it in opening every, every language. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So they can yeah. dub it easily to all languages. The mouth movements don't match. Yeah, but work. you're
3: reading the subtitles anyways. You it's don't
0: just it's yeah, I do. But it's just <laughs> it's just random open of the mouth, like with occasional <laughs>
1: <thorough> <laughs> okay, like
0: it's not matching the words, and I'm just staring at it, and it just drives me up the fucking wall watching that. I don't know why, but it just, it just bothers me. It's like shitty dubbing, and I know, like Dwayne said, they do it so they can dub it for languages all throughout the world and make it super easy. I get it, but I don't have to like it.
1: Damn it! All right, and, I do um, like
3: the I like the
1: animation actually. I think I I do too. Um I love I loved in episode two seeing uh Thanos as like just a crew member. I thought that was really cool. What an um, plot point. Yeah, he was just like a <laughs> he's like a crew member. You know, uh I thought that was awesome.
3: Well, I, I like that because it showed that uh, T'Challa was gonna be T'Challa no
1: matter who he was, right? Yeah. I but thought least... he
0: was awful. I thought his voice acting was awful.
1: Oh, I liked it i liked it
0: there's there's a big difference between acting and voice acting skill set wise chadwick was a great actor terrible voice actor mark hamill's okay actor he's a fantastic voice actor yes he is a lot of these actors are good in the marvel movies but they're voice acting like sebastian stan's voice acting that was is- bad so bad even i thought um benedict Cumberpatch in today's episode wasn't very good but i thought christine i uh, I thought
3: he i thought he started off good and then it got worse as the episode went on
0: okay i'm blanking on the actress's name what is her name
2: rachel mcadams
0: yeah i thought she was really good i thought she was a great voice actor Benedict Cumberbatch, I did not think it was good. It
3: it is a different skill set because right, your your voice has to portray portray the emotion and all that stuff, not, not your physicality.
0: Yeah, I thought like I thought, thought Chadwick was like too like stoic and like robotic delivering his lines and stuff. Um, I don't know. I just didn't think he was a good voice actor.
1: All right, no, fair enough. Um, I'm, I'm I'm excited to watch that episode. And I'm going to do it as soon as I, you know, finish this cast with you guys. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm I'm enjoying it for what it is. Like I said, it's not on the level of Loki or. It's you the know, worst whatever. Marvel
0: show, and it will be the worst Marvel show.
1: Yeah, but I still enjoy it. How many episodes is it? Six or eight? I think
0: it's I think it's six. There's okay. go- all oh, the only yeah. other ones I know are left are zombies oh. and. Um, What if Peter Parker becomes Doctor Strange?
1: Okay, fair enough. All right, so for our last topic of the week, before we get into um, a little bonus uh, Shang-Chi prediction we're going to throw at you guys at the end of the episode, we're going to talk about the one-shot Disney Plus episode of All Hail the King, which was the return of Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin from Iron Man 3.
3: By the way, which. The, they never announced this. They never talked about this. It like it just it showed on the up. DVD.
0: Right? It was on the DVD extras of one of the movies. I think yeah. Iron Man Three.
3: I think. Ask Robbie, He probably has it.
1: Uh, I do have it. I don't remember being on there. So this is That's an old. This is like an old one shot from like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, hell, okay. I had no idea. Um, so. Basically, Ben Kingsley, for anyone who hasn't seen Iron Man three, spoiler alert, uh, played a character called the Mandarin, who turned out to not actually be the Mandarin. And if he was, you have
3: or haven't, three bears in the MCU, go listen to that
1: episode. Yep, <laughs> uh, he he was actually a a British actor called Trevor, who uh, was uh, a fake Mandarin to you know um, uh, you know uh, hide the identity of. You know, this the real of the real terrorists, yeah. So um, that was a very polarizing moment of Iron Man three because up to that point, Ben Kingsley's portrayal of the Mandarin was actually really good. He was very creepy and very menacing, and was killing people on live television and doing all these horrible acts. But then you find out that he's just some random washed up British actor, and you're like, what? And it made a lot of people angry, but some people actually like that twist. So you have a one-shot All Hail the King, which follows Trevor because he's obviously in jail now. And, um, you know, uh, how uh, is it going in prison for him? Uh, He's being interviewed by a a gentleman wanting to know his full story and kind of gives just a quick 15-minute sort of uh, reveal of what happens to this character who was a fake Mandarin. And you find out, you know, as the show goes on that, uh, uh, he's got kind of like a crew in prison that kind of protects him because he himself is, is a, is a weak person. Um, and he doesn't have any fighting skills. And so he needs to recruit people in jail to fight his battles for him. Uh, he's being interviewed, um, by a reporter who wants to know about his, his life and his story and how he, uh, Um, came into uh, the uh, realm of portraying a character called the Mandarin when the actual real Mandarin exists and has a following. And the real Mandarin is very angry that someone has taken his name and uh, portrayed him to be this goofy uh, nobody person, basically. And so... As you're watching the episode, you realize that the reporter who's interviewing fake Mandarin, Ben Kingsley's character, is actually a member of the Ten Rings organization who has uh, uh, decided that they're going to um, take this fake Mandarin and make him pay for his crimes by um, presenting him, I guess, in front of the real Mandarin, which I'm assuming – is Ben Kingsley going to be in Shang Chi? Yes, yes, yes. I guaranteed. did not, I did not know that. If that happens, that is really awesome because
0: guaranteed. there's no other reason why they would put this on Disney.
3: Okay, Plus.
1: well, I get it now. I get didn't,
3: it. Yeah. Did he come up as a either rumored or uh, guaranteed that he's in
1: the movie? Dude, if you
0: I haven't heard any rumors or anything about it. I've avoided all spoilers and stuff from Shang-Chi.
1: If you I didn't even think, I mean, just not even cross my mind that Marvel would be dipping into Iron Man 3 fake Mandarin territory. I just By figured the way, if if uh I didn't even think if, about that. What
3: Bernie said is true right? This was like just an extra on a DVD somewhere that like either they knew this would be Maybe they were trying to like legitimize Let the Mandarin out. at that yeah. point to use them somewhere later on.
0: Well, this came out in 2014. Iron Man 3 came out in 2013. Okay. So I think this was like a special edition Blu-ray extra of some sort.
1: So then they made so this one Seven one-shot. years
0: ago, this was made.
1: So someone seven years ago said, hey, uh, we have this fake Mandarin story in Iron Man 3. And what if down the road... No, yeah,
3: people are pissed off.
1: People are angry. <laughs> what if down the road we want to bring in real Mandarin? Maybe we should make a Disney one shot and put it on ten a Blu ray extra just in case we want to tap into that market
0: and get That's famous incredible. Ben Kingsley to fill this 10 fucking minutes.
1: <laughs> that was is short incredible. How much did get yeah, paid
0: for this? I have Dude, no idea. it's insane that
1: he did this. <laughs> That's incredible. So if, if Ben Kingsley is in. Like, if, if he's abducted and presented in front of the real Mandarin and, like, executed for his crimes, if they can take – because I hated that reveal in Iron Man 3. I, I've made that known. That was so dumb. I loved it. I thought it was horrible. But if they if they take that and they bring in the real Mandarin, which we know is in Changchi, chi but they bring in fake Mandarin as well. Then it they won't are. be so bad. They I won't are. I won't hate it as much, and I might be a little bit more on Dwayne's side where I'm like, okay, I I get it.
0: There's but there's literally no reason to release this one shot if the season. Yeah. This
1: That's fantastic. A That's great. I'm totally on board for that. And it, I'll love it. It
3: was awesome, man.
1: It was, it was I've never, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. It was really good. Yeah.
3: And, uh um I think even Ben Kingsley did some of his famous like lines as an actor, right? Cuz he's trying to portray this actor.
0: I don't know. I'll let you know, Rami. I'll
1: text you and spoil it for you tomorrow. <laughs> Please don't. I'm going on Saturday. <laughs> what time are you give, going? Give me some time.
3: Hey, I wanted to go at I'm 6 I'm going to 7 tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm going at 8. I wanted to go at six, but Jamers is working,
1: so. So turn your phone <laughs> off
0: during the movie so you don't see the spoil, Adam.
2: <laughs> bastard. So I'll be two
0: hours. Be two hours <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not actually going to do that. <laughs> not to the group, at least. I'll just send it privately to Rami. Please don't.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. It was a great one-shot. It was a, a good reminder for the audience uh, who maybe... I thought it was so
3: super fun.
1: Oh, it was. Yeah, it was! It was fun. awesome. Like, it he was, was really s- fun.
3: Showing character, like like that was his character from Iron Man Three, right?
1: That's it cool. was absolutely. It was and- better
0: than What If. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yeah, I I mean, as the reporters started talking towards the end of the episode about you know the Ten Rings and you know things like that, I'm like, oh, so he works for the Mandarin. But up to that point, I didn't. I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, it just felt like somebody was doing a documentary on him, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, as he was yeah, talking, as soon as I'm he like, started
3: rolling up his sleeves, you're like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay.
1: But I'm like, all right, that's that's a good reveal. I'm like, this is only 15 <coughs> minutes, and for you to kind of have like a little surprise at the end, like, oh, he's one of Mandarin's henchmen. Okay, I did. Like, I thought like, that was great. Yeah, was I did cool. like.
3: I thought like the camera was just gonna shoot those people, but I like that the camera. It shot out the gun, and then he shot all the people. Oh, that
1: was super cool. Yeah. And he goes, no, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to present you in front of the real Mandarin, and he's going to decide what to do with you. That's great. It's great.
3: I can't wait till he presents him, and he's like, yeah, you're going to continue to be the face of the Mandarin.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was... Awesome. Um, really liked it. I hope people watch the one shot. Um, if you haven't, please go see it. And, um, it's definitely worth get ready your for
0: 14 minutes or whatever. It is. 100%. Long it is.
1: But it yeah. just came out of
3: nowhere. Like, it just showed up the other day. Like, I was like, what is this?
0: Yeah, we got Shang-Chi release, and we need people to remember that this guy was in it. In yeah. Man Three.
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: I know, but usually you'd see that
3: posted everywhere, right? Blah, 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 blah. It probably is. I haven't seen anything about it. I haven't heard any other podcasts talk about it. Have it's it,
0: crazy. I, mean, I I guarantee that there's spoiler sites out there that have have it in it. Probably. Probably. I have to go looking for it.
1: Yeah. No, I wanna like I said, I uh if I hadn't watched this all hail the king and then I, wa- I, went and go- I went and saw Shang-Chi and Ben Kingsley shows up in that movie. I would have been sense. like, whoa, holy wouldn't crap. wouldn't make any sense to you, though. That's Yeah, it's very fair. Yeah, it's very like, fair. Wait, why is he here? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's very fair. All right, so uh, we are going to not do a top three this week, but we're going to do something kind of fun, which we did with Black Widow, which was we all get a chance to guess how much money – opening weekend Shang Chi is going to make so the movie actually comes out tomorrow for previews 3
0: day 3 day weekend
1: 3 day weekend cuz it's labor day so focus let's 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 do the friday saturday sunday do we want to do monday totals as well
0: no we'll do thursday friday previews saturday and sunday
1: okay let's do that so uh, not including labor day Let's let's think of um, a number that you feel is going to be made for the movie. Uh, who wants to go first?
3: Can we get some numbers from recent movies?
1: <laughs> Candyman made twenty-two million dollars over the weekend. I think Free
0: Free Guy made like thirty.
1: Free Guy made twenty-seven million its first weekend and nineteen million its second weekend, which was pretty good. Um yeah. It have that fifty sixty percent decline like we've been seeing with most films. Uh, Black Widow do? Black Indiana? Widow's first weekend made as seventy nine million dollars.
0: Okay, it's definitely going to be below Black Widow.
1: Yeah, so uh seventy nine million is your most recent Marvel film that was released. I got
0: um, it. Are we still need to. You still need to pick everyone's beers for the for the show. For I do.
1: I keep forgetting that you guys, then, you guys, I won the that. The same bet.
0: rule applies here, and then you can cancel out. It, well, no, he
1: else. picked mine. He gave them to me. Oh, okay, <laughs> I would not have picked a I'm going St. Arnold Stout for you. 62. That's a really good guess. I'm going to write these down so I don't forget. Hold on, Bernie My, has chosen write them. 62. I wrote
3: them last time.
1: Okay, you got it. Bernie's guess is sixty-two million dollars Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Adam, you wanna go?
2: Uh, maybe uh sixty-seven.
1: Sixty-seven. And remember, prices right rules do not exist. I'm gonna say yeah. that again. You can go over. Adam guesses sixty seven million.
3: So it's not closest without going
1: over. No, prices right rules do not exist. So if, if Adam guesses 67 and Bernie guesses 62 and the, the price is 65, Adam wins because he's only $2 million away. Bernie was $3 million away. All right. So Dwayne's uh,
0: 65. Dwayne, <laughs> so what's your choice? Ensuring <laughs> a victory if it's anywhere between. What's
1: your choice? I'm going to go... <laughs> uh,
3: I'm going to go 75.
0: All right, you're going above. That'd be a big big weekend.
1: Yeah, seventy five million for Shang Chi. Black
3: Widow did seventy nine with
1: on demand. So no, but but, like the seventy nine million was just the theater number. So we the on demand on
0: demand took took audience away.
1: Yeah, so you're you're factoring into the the decision that people got to watch it at home, so that the the movie, the seventy nine million. Um, would would I mean, have been higher than eighty five. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Man, seventy five. You know, I, when when I first started thinking about this, my my initial number that came into my head was like mid fifties. Um, I think this is going to be more along the lines of Fast and the Furious. I think this is an unknown character who people don't have an association with. And that the marketing for this movie has actually not been as mainstream as I thought it would be. And I just think a lot of people, they just don't – it's not like Guardians where you had that trailer and that soundtrack and that that, that, that sort of uh, funny one-liners in, in the movie that got people excited. Um, I, I'm going to say mid-50s. I'm going to say just straight up $55 million. It's going to be along the lines of Fast and the Furious 9. So I'm going oh, low.
0: You're such you're such an idiot, Rami. You went last. You could have picked 61, and then you get from 61 <laughs> to 0. <laughs> <laughs> but you picked 55 for some reason.
1: I'm going to pick 55 million. I really think that's where it's going to end up. Why would you do that? Why would
0: you pick 61, and then you literally get anything under my guess?
1: Um, well, now it makes it more interesting. So I don't have to win cheaply. <laughs> I don't have to win cheaply. Not cheaply. Okay. It's just being smart. Yeah. So I'm going to say 55. It's like Dwayne. Dwayne, same
0: thing. Could have picked 68 and had everything above Adam, but then he wouldn't know what you were going to pick. So he's at least forgiven. But your pick right. was dumb.
1: That's fine. <laughs> 55 for me, 62 for Bernie, 67 for Adam, 75 for Dwayne. So Dwayne on Black Widow was the lowest. And now on Shang-Chi, he's the highest. So it's kind of spun around. I was the highest on Black Widow. I said 85.
3: Cuz guess what I'm doing for Shang-Chi? I'm going to the theater. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, <laughs>
0: Dwayne, Dwayne's going to tip the scales.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I I could be wrong. Like I just I have this feeling in my in my soul that just like People, The the, the trailers and the the commercials and me watching TV, I don't see a lot of advertising for this film. And I don't know why, because I know it's going to be great. I wish they would advertise it more. If it's 55,
0: Spider-Man will be delayed 100%.
1: You think so? Absolutely. Okay.
0: We will not get Spider-Man in December if Shang-Chi makes $50 million.
1: Okay. That's probably, you know. I, I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. But I just I have this feeling that it's going to be like a Fast and Furious 9 premiere like, you know, 50 to 55 million somewhere in that range. I went I on the higher. End. About
3: Fast and the Furious. This is fucking Marvel.
1: You don't think Fast and the Furious is more popular than Shang-Chi? It's I do. Not, it's not more popular than Marvel. Not Marvel. I'm talking about this movie. Right. This is a Marvel movie. I understand that, but it has no association with the larger universe.
3: Widow did 70, what, 79? But people
1: know that character, Dwayne. It doesn't matter. People know Scarlett Johansson.
3: They knew she was dead, and this was a no hold barred movie, too. I don't know, man. This is literally setting up the next three, four years
1: of Marvel. All right. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, so uh, thank you guys, as always, for um, following us uh, on uh, Facebook. Again, Three Beers and a Mic. Instagram, Three Beers and a Mic. And Twitter, Three Beers and a Mic. Cross the Streams Media, um, please go give us a like and a follow there as well. And um, as always, uh, thank you for listening. All right, see you guys next time.
2: See you, guys.
1: Peace.
3: Cross the Streams Media
2: Podcast.